Well, hey, Randy. Hey, James. So we are here. We are in the first week of the new year, 2021. Yeah. Maybe this year will be better than the last. What Remember that, that song from Counting Crows? No. no. Well, it's one more day up in the canyon, and it's one more night in Hollywood. No. You know the Counting Crows. They were like a really depressing band from the 90s. Yeah, and I think this is so, this is really showing our we have a slight generational difference. That I'm a, <laughs> I'm a bit older than you. And uh I, I was I was only listening to you two in the 90s. So mm, I see. I see. Yes. Well, and but that says something about us as well, because I was listening to them in high school when they were still a garage band out of Dublin. <laughs> what did you do you remember October and Boy? Was that uh of course. Were you, yeah. Okay. But you were just older, is what you're That's saying. Right. Yeah. Ah, they were like a college band. So I was actually in high school or when that came out. Not like you were in elementary school. No, no, no. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sure people are fascinated by this. <laughs> oh. Well, you guys kind of talking cool. about old bands. Yeah. Speaking of old bands, <laughs> you know, we, uh, we, we were, we were talking earlier and, uh, yeah, you know, this is this transition is is an interesting one where you transition from the the end of the year. I wonder if anybody listening to this would uh, um, relate to this. There is a sense that we kind of uh, we get to the end of the of a year, you know, end of December, and we have this um, very high and emotional and very uh, for maybe maybe not so much this year, but you know, kind of a a whirlwind of stuff that happens and there's family stuff and visiting and maybe people only did that on zoom this year i don't know but um there's just a lot of stuff and even a lot of emotional stuff and sort of an ending and it's uh, and then you think okay well there's the end well then well you know the the uh, it's just a calendar because it yeah. comes up right away and you say oh well, here we are new year and um I'm having a hard time with that transition uh, to sort of jump in. Right. Um, well, it, it, it has less to do with numbers. It has less to do with like 20 to 2021. 20, and it has more to do with the rhythm of life of just kind of trying to get over that and, and try to rekindle, restart something. Yeah. And, and I think January is one of the cruelest of months. Like I, I just, on, on that particular front, I think it's, it's hard. I think what, what has happened is September has co-opted January with all the optimism, you know, with all, with all, with all the good stuff, right? Like, like September is the, the, the time, again, COVID's done crazy things to us. But when I think about the, you know, as, as I reflect on my life, September usually has that sense of, of freshness and newness and, and life. And, and it's the opportunity for the new thing to be the new thing. And, and then, but, but that was what the new year was supposed to be about. But the new year isn't about that anymore. The new year is about getting through Christmas and getting on the other side. And, and, and feeling like you've been too busy and, and you've eaten too much and you've, you've drunk too much and, 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 and the family busyness and the craziness. And then you get on the other side and you look at your MasterCard bill and, and, and you reflect on the depressing things that you haven't accomplished in your life, right? You know, like January just, it can be the cruelest of months for a lot of people. I think and, even more so right now, I think that there is this um, collective um, kind of imagination where I think there was a lot of hope or maybe not even hope. That's the wrong word, but there was a lot of emphasis. And for some people, a lot of hope placed on things 
around this time, you know, having a, a break at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, having a, finally having a vaccine and that's going to change everything. Um, and for some people, the, uh, you know, things like the American election and we had an election in BC and this is going to turn a corner. And, and yet, well, we're not seeing the results of any of those things yet. You turn a corner and it is January, first week of January. And I know I can name three people I know who's, who've had the vaccine. So it hasn't affected my life yet. Um, and I don't want to put hope in Joe Biden or Kamala Harris, you know, or uh, so, but, you know, and, and, and nothing- I mean, you do, but you're, you're a realist and you, yeah. you just, and, and when we look at the, 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 the political landscape in the States right now, things are, 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 are ugly. Yeah. They're ugly right now. It's just really, really gross. Yeah. Um, so so we're up. still on pins and needles about the whole thing. Yeah. yeah so you wake up uh, and the weather is still the same on January 1st, as it was the day before, and will be for weeks. And we're, it's going to take some time. I'm, I'm not trying to sound downer. I'm just, I, this way. Well, you sure are. You're, you're doing a good job. This, this is where we get to uh, uh, move forward into this gloom with our robust, uh, joyous, bright faith. And so my faith is not in Joe Biden. My faith is not in a vaccine. My faith is not in, oh, the weather's going to change and everything's going to be sunny on January 1st, 2021. Oh, and, oh, good thing 2020 is gone. Now everything's great. You know, no, we're still living in reality. And so, you know, my faith is in the living God who is, uh, uh, who is in us and calling us into uh, really a great adventure. And so that's what that's what pulls me out of a slump. That's what pulls me out of a, a gloom. Because um, boy, if I'm going to put faith in, you know, human technology or human beings, uh, you know, or a human calendar that, you know, just changes, a, you know, flips mm-hmm. onto a new, new, new brand new calendar we tacked up on our wall last night, you know, I'm going to be disappointed. The only thing I would add to that is that you said my, and I, I would just want to pluralize everything that you've just said. It's, yeah. it's really our faith because sometimes I do get lost in, in the chaos yeah. and I get lost in the gloom. You know, uh, there, there, there's that line in, in a Led Zeppelin tune called Battle of Evermore, where it says uh, the Prince of Peace embraced the gloom and walked the night alone. I'm like, no, nah, like we don't walk the night alone. We, we, we walk it together yeah. and, and we, we practice the gospel together yeah. and we immerse ourselves in the biblical narrative, the story, the gospel, good news story together. And, and we declare the truth and the hope and the light together. And when I get lost in the darkness, you can be my light. You, like you can, you can, ha- you can hold on to the candle for me. Right. And, 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 and say, Hey, there, there still is light and, and vice versa. Right. Because we all have these moments of vulnerability, these moments of weakness where, where, where we need others to be speaking the goodness, the beauty, the truth of, of, of forgiveness, of being fully known and fully loved, of, of being involved in a narrative where God is at work and, and reconciling things. Um, and, and so to me, it's just, it's, it's an our faith. It's an yeah. our hope. It's, it's, it's a we um, dimension to that as well. Add to that, or to complement that, 
um, one of our one of our family traditions is in you know the that couple of days of, of holiday in you know New Year's Day and maybe a couple of days following uh, we, we often will watch a movie or two or three and I think maybe for the third time in 10 years we watched all three of the Lord of the Rings movies <laughs> and you know just what you're saying just reminded me of that great so I've, I feel like I just saw that a few hours ago was that scene and uh Samwise Gamgee says, you know, I can't carry your burden, but I can carry you. And he grabs him. Oh. Yeah. And the music. Da 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 that's it. Da, 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 da. What's Nobody that knows on the horizon? You know, it's that I'm being called. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Something yeah. beautiful. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Things. But but we believe this, right? I mean, yeah. not that um, not that Tolkien was trying to create an allegory when when he wrote The Lord of the Rings, but there are these just these profound truths. And 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 one of the things that that uh, Tolkien was committed to was that power was not going to save. Yeah, the show of force and the show of power was not going to save Middle Earth. Aragorn could not save Middle Earth. Yeah, it was fortitude, it was friendship, it was loyalty, fidelity. It it, it was the, just the ability of these two, really brothers in a matter of speaking. I mean, yeah. I, I know they were they were friends, but really just brothers, step by step walking this this ring up to to Mount Doom. Yeah. Together. in the, in the in tough road in the darkness uh and you know and 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 this week uh on, you know, on sunday uh you emphasized something and picking up on you know one of our friends ian Walla had brought up uh you know this you know what about our friends who have uh you know maybe you know given up that faith or given up that uh uh you know b being with us in the at least in the regular meeting <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's self-identification with us. I yeah. think that's kind of what it is. Whether God lets us go or not, it's beyond my ability to to decipher and discern. I, I no matter what I speak, I don't think God ever lets us go. But sometimes we let go of things, right? We yeah. let go of, of, of meaningful things. And people who are saying, I'm done, and I have my faith is none, and they're done with faith and uh, these are our friends these are our family members and so you, you that was our sort of our one-off first sunday of the new year sort of a uh, thing that we looked at because it was all a buzz people were talking about this from a week or two before that uh, in one of our discussions and, and it's happening again yeah. you know i i think this is just kind of it's it's a, it's a growing phenomenon and i think we have to name it and um the the fastest growing religious designation in canada right now are people that one time identified as christian and are no longer self-identifying as Christian. When they do their surveys, and I think we 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 have to listen to that. We have to pay attention to what's happening there. And what does this mean for us? What does it mean for the church? What is God doing in the midst of all of this? And and um, you know what questions should be navigating our our direction forward with this? And how do we come become a a community for people that are actually done? And and I think a lot of us found Holly Dean when we were done. Yeah. Um, you know, we were kind of done with it, you know, and, and somehow this was the last gasp. This was the last chance. Uh, this was the last stop. And we have found community, right? We have found orthodoxy. We have found, um, you know, it's not a perfect 
church by, by any stretch. By any stretch is not a perfect church, but there, there's something beautiful that is here that has rekindled my faith. And, and I think for pe people, even on Sunday, we're talking about that. They're just saying, you know, I, people, it, it's, it's the way that this community came around me. Like they didn't give me answers, right? They just kind of came around me and, and, and held me in my questions and held me in my pain and, and held me in all of this. And this is where the reality of, of the gospel becomes manifest. Not in the answers, not, not in the declarations, not in the strong posturing, but just in the vulnerability of kind of being a messy group of sinners that are kind of gathering around and trying to pay attention to God's spirit. Yeah, what was that? Uh, when we came at the end of our discussion, it, it jumped out at me. There was a, maybe something out of what uh, uh, Matthew Davidson had added to the conversation. I was saying there's, a, there's uh, you know, part of the important work is showing up and paying attention, you know, showing up together and then helping each other to pay attention. Uh, and some, you know, through Christian history have called that contemplative where you, you contemplate, you pay attention mm -hmm. to what is there, mm -hmm. but we, it, it becomes invisible to us. We, we, we stop seeing it. We stop recognizing it as important. Mm -hmm. So we we need each other to help us you know, keep remembering, pay attention to what is true and real. Right. Uh, and as much as I think truth is, is, is always going to be important to me. I mean, I want to be living in reality. I want to know what truth is. I'm seeking truth. Um, I'm always on a corrective course when it comes to that. And, and I, I think what will make our faith attractive, and this is something that Matthew also brought up, uh, is, is the folly and the humility and the laughter and the goodness. You know, I, I do believe Christianity is true, but, but to our neighbors, is it good? And is it beautiful? And, and I, I think we're still trying to, to pound on the truth thing. Yeah. Goodness and beauty uh, are, are things that we also have to, you know, that's what ultimately provides, you know, something of a, uh, of a, of a, a good flavor, you know, a, a good aroma uh, to, to, to the church. And, and I, I want to find that. But I, I don't think we're going to get there without folly. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get there without humility, um, without confession, without the, these things that kind of put us in our right place with regards to what we are as, as a body of people. I think if we forget those things, we're going to become pretty dysfunctional. Pretty, I mean, we already are, but we'll probably become <laughs> dysfunctional <laughs> much more quickly. Anyhow, we can carry on about this. And I sang too much already uh, in, in let, this. Let me say one more quick thing. And that it, this, I, I made a little pitch about this on Sunday. So moving forward, I, I think that one of the great, uh, uh, you know, you use the word folly, you know, the, the idea of, uh, you know, Jesus telling the stories, you know, but John's revelation as a, as a drama that it, in some ways, like it is so uh, what you, dramatic. It's kind of a folly. It's kind of a, uh, like, let me show you in these um, cartoon images what's really going on. And it's hyperbolic, right? Hyper, yeah, hyper, hyperbolic. This hyperbole that, uh, and almost, it's, yeah, it's almost a, a comedy, you know, of, uh, uh, mind-blowing imagery that ought to, I think it's meant to make us 
you know, relax in our faith because, you know, this is what's really going on beyond your control. And yeah, uh, so I'm looking forward to this over the next Me six too. weeks. We're gonna just because I think that yeah, the, the message for us right now that we, we need this, we need to get out of the funk of, uh, you know, just being stuck in gloom right now mm-hmm. and, and have our minds blown with this technicolor explosion of the revelation. This is what's really going on. <laughs> we should name it blowing our minds. Yeah. Okay. This, this is this is the gospel presentation that blows the imagination up, right? Okay. And it just comes blow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not really kind of a title-y type church, are we? No, yeah. but you know, we sometimes think it's it's put it in the bulletin and so yeah. Well, let's work we'll on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And we have other things coming down the pike. Uh, yeah. I think that's gonna be important. We have the town hall town hall meeting number three. It'll be coming in. We'll, we'll be announcing that with regards to just, uh, now we're not calling it LGBTQ2 plus anymore, are we? Like yeah, the, the, so a new sort of uh, way of talking about it saying uh, sexual and gender minorities. And, and this is what we're talking about, truth and reconciliation with sexual and gender minorities. Uh, that's an easy thing to talk about, easy thing to say, easier to yeah, say. A lot easier than all the initials, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, so that's one thing yeah where some other things that some people from the church are saying i'd like to start something for newcomers i'd like to start something for people that want to talk about you know, critical issues you know of our time so we'll be announcing those things yeah Is we're that- gonna have a newcomers night sometime where if, if you're relatively new to our community if you've just joined us through zoom you might want to know a little bit more about james and, and and more about my singing capacity than i gave to you uh this this particular recording uh, so, so, uh, we, we do want to meet with you though, and, and I won't sing, I promise. Uh, but we actually want to listen. We would like to hear a little bit about where you're coming from. And we could tell you a bit about our origin story as well. I mean, I think there's some good things about the Holiday Inn experience that we want to share. Um, but just be po- keep posted, um, cause we want to, uh, or keep, keep, not keep posted. We post, what do they do? They listen. Show up and pay attention. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Randy. We'll Good talk. Uh, yeah, Holiday. We'll be uh, connecting. We'll be showing up and paying attention soon. Right.